Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I am JR. It is the JR Sport Brief Show. It is CBS Sports Radio. You are on planet Earth, you're not in the Twilight Zone. And so whether you're listening in Paris, France, one of our callers is in Baltimore visiting his brother. He's like, hey, I live in Paris, but now I'm in America. Now I can call you. Welcome to America. You could be listening in Paris, Hawaii, anywhere on the free Odyssey app. You can listen on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You can lock in on Sirius XM Channel 158. That's what I do when I get in my car. Or you can go ahead and listen on a a smart speaker. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm thrilled that you're listening. If you want to talk to us, we got a phone number, 855-212-4CBS. You can contact me. I am at JR Sport Brief. Yeah, JR Sport Brief everywhere. Hey, thank you, Tyler Milner, for uh, sharing with us the, The Rock. He's Rudy Pooh. Candy ass. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next two hours. We've already had an eventful show. We've talked about the Super Bowl halftime show, which will be featuring Rihanna. For whatever reason, Stephen A. Smith wanted to remind everyone, or at least make the statement known that that's not Beyonce. I don't know what one has to do with the other. Pretty rude, and he had to apologize for it. We talked about Lamar Jackson. What is Lamar Jackson going to do? The Baltimore Ravens are kissing his ass right now. They're going to franchise tag the guy, but that doesn't mean that he wants to stay. That doesn't mean that they want to keep him if he wants out. That doesn't mean that they won't trade him. And the value is reportedly three first-round picks. Listen to head coach John Harbaugh. He loves Lamar Jackson. 100%, you know, 200%. There's no question about it. Uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson is our quarterback. I mean, he's been our quarterback. Everything we've done in terms of building our offense and building our team, uh, how we think in terms of put people and put people around him, is based on this incredible young man and his talent, his ability, and his competitiveness. You know, he, he and I were talking today, too, and, and – and the things about Lamar that, to me, stands out, he's an incredible competitor. I mean, Lamar Jackson, all he wants to do is win. I've loved Lamar. Eric loves Lamar. And uh, it's not going to change in the future. So, you know, I don't know anything about the details of the whole thing, but I know one thing. I'm like all the fans out there and everybody else. You know, I'll have my fingers crossed and my toes crossed, and I'll be saying prayers. And I'm, I have every faith that it's going to get done. And, and, uh, and we've got the best people in the world doing it. Okay. You can do whatever you want to do. That doesn't mean that Lamar Jackson is going to cooperate. And they they have no choice. And so we talked about Lamar Jackson. 
I told you that Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, is done. He's gone. He's no longer the GM. And so everybody in Baltimore who wanted him gone, you got what you wanted. And then on another team, for the Buccaneers, they, we know they went 8-9. and nine. For the first time, Tom Brady had a losing record. Tom Brady was playing behind an offensive line built of uh, milk cartons. And Byron Leftwich, one year after he was a hot coaching candidate for a lead role, Byron Leftwich is gone. He's going to be looking for a new job. Somebody will hire him. Offensive coordinator. Uh, maybe maybe quarterbacks coach. I don't know if, if he has to take that much of a step back, but but he'll get a job. And so Lamar Jackson is going to be watching the playoffs. Tom Brady and Byron Leftwich, they will be watching as well. Maybe Tom Brady will reluctantly just tune in, or maybe he's just like, I don't want to watch this crap if I ain't playing. But then we still have games this upcoming weekend, right? Divisional games. Saturday, it will be amazing. If you like bloodbaths, this is almost like a, here, I'll give you a movie version of it. If you like the Bulldogs and TCU, you're going to love Jacksonville and Kansas City. Hey, Shep, what's the score going to be for, for Jacksonville and Kansas City? What do you think? A whole lot of uh, uh, many points. Let's use the word superfluous you used in the last segment. Uh, compared to uh, a soccer score for the other team. One? A lot to a little. Okay, all right. They don't belong there. They don't belong in the same... Jacksonville? They, they've played enough to get here. You got to give them some type of credit, right? Well, listen. I mean, it Doug took the Peterson did good. It took the worst head coaching performance in a second oh. half that I can recall in maybe a decade, just for them to squeak by, to get to a second round opponent. They don't belong playing the Kansas City. It's going to be a disaster. The other game, at least though. Trevor Lawrence knows where to get food. <laughs> right, that's knows- true. Yeah, but the other game's going to make up for it in the AFC. So Trevor Lawrence is going to throw four interceptions again in this game? No. Uh, not this game. I, I, he's not going to look. He's not going to throw four interceptions in one half the way he did against uh, L.A., obviously. But yeah, he'll throw two for the whole game. <laughs> Maybe, but they're just – I mean, I mean, my God. does anyone realize they lost – I mean, I know we knew at the beginning of the season, but when's the last time we actually said, man, they missed Tyreek Hill? Oh, the Chiefs? Yeah. Never. That's how. That's how amazingly – Loaded. We talk about the dynamic playmakers and the weapons that that Niners team has. You know, the hottest team in the NFL. Well, 11 straight wins, yeah. That would do it. But the Kansas City Chiefs, they're the team with the most amount of talent. I mean, you know, Juju, you know, Schuster was a legit number one receiver in Pittsburgh. Eh, You don't think so? Quasi. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I got a better question. Where's Tyreek Hill this, this weekend? What's he doing? Uh, he's not hanging out with Mike McDaniel or Tua, that's for sure. You know, going on a, another interview saying he's the most accurate quarterback he's ever played with. Oh, he, he, you mean Tyreek Hill is not in the playoffs anymore, right? <laughs> exactly. No, and, and you can make an argument that, uh, you know, Josh Allen had the worst playoff performance of his career, which, by the way, is a great sign. You know, all you got to do is win in advance. He was not going to have that repeat itself against the Bengals. Oh, he was, yeah, he was, he was turning that ball over like uh, nobody's business. Yeah. And that's another matchup I'm looking forward to. Unfortunately, we have to wait an extra day for it. Uh, The Cincinnati Bengals are going to take on the Buffalo Bills. That will be 3 p.m. Eastern time. And the last time that we saw Cincinnati on the field with Buffalo, it was DeMar Hamlin. And thank God that this man is alive. 
uh, we actually got an update from head coach Sean McDermott that DeMar Hamlin has been just, I don't want to say training, but he's been recovering at the Bills facility. That's, you, you can't make this stuff up. And I don't know if he's going to be at the game. I don't know if it's better for him to still rest. I, I do not know what his uh, recovery and training looks like. Wouldn't it be something if he showed up? We know he was hospitalized and his accident took place in Cincinnati. The boost that everybody would get from the stadium to his teammates, to the players, to the staff, the boost that they would get just from him being there would be ridiculous. And so we didn't get Cincinnati and Buffalo. We got a quarter of it. And a DeMar Hamlin basically died on the field and had to be resuscitated, was in the hospital for, what, nine days, was on a ventilator, woke up, and here he is walking around, talking. His brain is fine. I mean, damn. You can't write this stuff, can you? The Buffalo Bills feel like a team of destiny. I don't know what they're going to do. I know what I want. I want to see Kansas City. I want to see Buffalo in the AFC championship game so I can go ahead and watch said AFC championship game take place right here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'd go show up to the game. I'd love to see it. But one step at a time first. You heard Shep. Buffalo, they had a crap game. I was expecting Buffalo to smack the Dolphins. I told one of my buddies, what's up, Mike? I told one of my buddies that it was going to be a 40-20 to 20 score. The Bills beat the Dolphins. Oh, no, it was close, 34-31. to 31. Josh Allen turning the ball all over the damn place. The Miami Dolphins basically fumbled away and lost an opportunity to come back at the end of the game despite Skylar Thompson. Yeah, he turned the ball over two times, uh, two interceptions. Surprising performance. He he allowed them to stay in the game. He ain't totally choked the game away. Josh Allen did. He can't be worse than he was last week, right? Buffalo Bills will bounce back at home again, right? I mean, let's be real. It's not like Cincinnati had a a game-breaking performance against Tyler Huntley and the Ravens. It took a defensive end. It took Sam Hubbard having a ball plop into his damn hands and being supported all the way down the field, 98 yards for a fumble return for Cincinnati to win that game. Bengals should have smacked the Ravens. What type of crap was that? And so we will actually see a game between Cincinnati and Buffalo. The game that was canceled, the game that saw DeMar Hamlin go down and out into a hospital, we're going to get it in the playoffs. And let me tell you something. I'm going with Buffalo. I don't, I don't trust it. This goes back to last season. I know how dynamic Burrow to uh, Higgins is and, and, and Chase. I, I get all of this. This man gets treated like a piñata every game. 
He got sacked four times against the Ravens. He was sacked a million times last season. He was sacked a trillion times this year. Jonah Williams is dealing with an injury. This is why Joe Burrow deserves all this money. Not just for being a great franchise quarterback who you can count on for the next 10 years. He deserves money for all the beatings that he's having to take. I'm expecting them to win. The Bills. And so Joe Burrow and the Bengals, yeah, they they went to the Super Bowl last year, but have they gotten the respect that they deserve this season? Probably not. It took Jamar Chase coming back for them to continue to go out there and light people up and look damn good. And so Joe Burrow knows we're the underdogs. Joe Burrow knows it's not going to be easy going up into Buffalo. And Joe Burrow also was like, man, I just got to play football. It don't matter what the hell's going on. Listen to this. I always enjoy going on the road. It's uh, just you and your guys. feels like it's you against the world, and that's, that's where we like to be. Do you feel like an underdog going into this game? I never feel like an underdog. Oh, okay. Well, this is a national champion, a Super Bowl attendee. Yeah, attendee. He participated, but he ain't win. He feels like he has a chance. What about head coach Zach Taylor? All this man has done is basically win since he got up on the damn scene. Well, since Joe Burrow got there. And he doesn't give a damn about being an underdog underdog either. We know that we're the defending AFC champions, you know, and so there, there's an edge to this team where we're not an underdog to anybody. And so I, I think that's that's just been the feeling we've had all season. We don't really care what anybody else says about us. Um, we know we belong in the field with every team in this league. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you're not an underdog. Underdog means you're not favored. The Bengals aren't aren't favored in this matchup. I just told you the key reason I'm not favoring them in the matchup is because their offensive line is trash. But that doesn't mean the Buffalo Bills need to take them lightly. Head coach Sean McDermott, he has respect for the Bengals. He listens, he loves them. We have a tremendous amount of respect for them. Um, you know, they're, they're the uh, reigning AFC champions. So um, I think that really is all that needs to be said in terms of um, the amount of respect that we have for them. Oh, how understated. I mean, coaches are never going to give you anything. They're trying to keep things status quo. They're trying to be as vanilla as possible. They don't want to crap on the competition, and why would they? They don't want to elevate the competition. If anything, they do want to give them a little bit of praise because they don't want to provide bulletin board material. They don't want to start nothing. They don't want to get the people going. And Josh Allen, he ain't even thinking about the the Bengals. Josh Allen is trying to figure out how he can hold on to the football so Joe Burrow doesn't blow them out. This is what Josh Allen had to say. There is a, a thin line between being aggressive and, and um, being a little bit reckless. So, again, just, you know, getting back on the right side of that line and uh, being, being smart but being, not being conservative. Being reckless but, but being conservative but not being reckless or being reckless but not being conservative. Somebody tell that to Kirk Cousins. He plays like a pacifist. 
Like, he's just there to get paid, and he's going to be careful, but he's not going to play football all the way. Go play safe, cautious, and then be a loser. Not Josh Allen. He, at least he has the opportunity to kind of turn things down. And so I'm looking forward to this matchup. It sucks that I got to wait until Sunday. Cincinnati at Buffalo. Easy for me. I'm picking the Buffalo Bills. Outside of the motivation surrounding a DeMar Hamlin, I'm looking at the offensive line. Cincinnati could put up points quickly. And they probably will at certain points in time. But they're not going to be able to put up points if Joe Burrow is on his ass. And their biggest thing from last year, the biggest bugaboo with that offensive line, is the same thing this year. Maybe not so much due to the talent, but due to injuries. And Joe Burrow is still being treated like a pinata. Not a good look. I'm going with Buffalo. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Bengals are going up to Buffalo. The simple question here, who the hell you got winning the game? I'm going to talk to you on the other side. We're going to get into some of the kicking rules that may hurt or help the Cowboys We'll talk about the Cowboys in San Francisco. We got a lot more to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Longtime listener, huge fan. Oh my God, I'm so <laughs> flabbergasted. I even got on. I'm always driving home from work when I hear you. I just want to call and talk about the game tonight. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Flabbergasted. That's an amazing word, right? Flabbergasted? That's a damn good one. Shep, use flabbergasted in a sentence. Go. I was flabbergasted that we had an audience member use the word flabbergasted in the 12 to 1 a.m. Eastern time hour. Impressive. Thank you. Not too superfluous, hey. right? Oh, wow. Whoa. Well, go keep going. Show off. Why don't you keep going? <laughs> no, I mean, we could talk about, you know, the vernacular being garrulous and being querulous and, uh, Whoa. you know, just being flat out asinine. We can always pull a Stephen A. Smith and just... Uh, you know, go after individuals that don't need to be goed after lately. Well, you were good up until that part. Yeah, I kind of butchered it. I'm, I'm only, you know, I'm only thinking about, uh, you know, it's good that you're moving on to football because God knows people spend enough time in this country talking about Stephen A. Smith, especially recently with his book that he's selling to every which show and twice on Sunday. No, let's help him sell his book. What is the book about? <laughs> what is no for real? What is it about? Well, it's it's titled. Um, you know, straight shooter, I believe, and oh, it's yes, yes, yes. Heard and it's, it's 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 first take and second chances. He's Jared. I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this question. What in in the space that we're in, in all seriousness, yeah, is he the biggest? The biggest what? Is, is he the biggest, most influential personality that we have in all of uh, sports slash media entertainment? Uh, inf- I would not call him influential. 
Got it. I, I would not say that, not by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, entertainer from from a ancillary content perspective, yes, absolutely. Influential, no, no, not by any stretch. What do you feel Stephen A. Smith influences? Well, it it, it is interesting because. I don't know if you could bring up another name in all of sports that that's not a, a former athlete, you know. Um, so obviously we exclude Shaq and, and Charles and, and all the great NFL guys and you know even the baseball guys and, and the hockey guys, you know, the Jeremy Roenicks of the world, etc. I don't know if there's a media member, and I include Skip Bayless in that conversation. Sorry to mention his name on your platform, by the way, Jr. That you could that. put out there and get the kind of reaction, positive or negative. That Stephen A. Smith would. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a great entertainer. There are plenty of people he's he's polarizing, which is important. I don't. When I think about influencer, someone who influences uh, behavior, not necessarily opinions. I'm thinking about behavior. I'm thinking about culture. I'm thinking about fashion, and I, I think most people look at him as an as an entertainer. But I don't see him moving the button. In, in any way except for his own wallet, which is, is amazing. Great entertainer, yeah. In my cup of tea, not necessarily. Uh, but I, I don't I don't know about influence, not at all. Who is who is that person in, in your opinion in, in the in the field that you and I both work in? Uh I think it's more towards the, the athletes. Okay. The athletes are, are more so influencers. The af- the athletes influence fashion. The athletes to a certain degree, the association help influence music. Uh, they influence the style of the game. I mean, they have influence. The folks like us who talk about it, man, you can influence opinion. You can influence other things. I try to influence society via my work with Special Olympics. Sure. I think that's influence. Influence is what you do for other people. What do you do to enact action? from other people, not necessarily what you do for yourself. That's just me. It's well said, What do Jay. I know? No, it's really well said, in all seriousness. Now, what do I know? I'm just a guy. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We've been talking about the Bengals. We've been talking about Buffalo. I'm telling you, I got the Buffalo Bills beating Cincinnati mainly because of the concerns that I have surrounding Cincinnati's offensive line. So I'm going to get to more of your calls, and then we'll also talk more NFL playoffs. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Lucius, calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. How's it going, man? I'm good, Lucius. How you doing? Good, good. I just had a couple thoughts on uh, the Josh Allen and Joe Burrow because it seems like Vegas is favoring the Bills to win this game, but also the Bengals are the defending AFC champs. So I'm, I'm wondering what your thoughts on are on who has more pressure going into them, going on them to this game, and who do you think is better adapted to deal with the pressure? Oh, my goodness. Well, do me a favor, Lucius. Don't hang up. I have a, a very important question for you. First of all, I don't I don't put too much stock into the Bengals going to the AFC or excuse me, not even going to the Super Bowl last year because last year was last year. Uh, When I think about pressure, I'd say a little bit more of the pressure lies on the Buffalo Bills. They are the home team. 
uh, for what you just said. You mentioned Vegas. People are looking at the Buffalo Bills and expecting them to win, especially being at home. And so I'd say more of the pressure lies on them to walk away with a victory, uh, especially with all of the turnovers that Josh Allen had this past Sunday against the the, the Miami Dolphins. So uh, I believe the Buffalo Bills will win. Uh, but and I also believe that there's more pressure on them to do so. There's ain't nothing on, on, on Burrow. We just heard the audio from Joe Burrow. He says we are not underdogs. So he doesn't view himself as an underdog. And God bless him. He should have all the confidence yeah. in the world. But Lucius, this is my question to you. Yeah. You talked about the line in Vegas. Are you old enough to go to Vegas? No, I'm not. Oh, how old are you? I'm 13. You're 13. Well, listen, man. Yeah. You, for a 13-year-old, for someone who is 13, and I don't believe age has too much bearing on what someone can or can't do, you are absolutely amazing on the radio, Lucius, okay? Thank you. Thank you. I, I talk to people who are three times and four times and five times your age, and they don't put together a coherent sentence in, in commentary the way that you just did. When you're out here making money, when you're, when you're older, what do you want to do when you finish school? I don't know. Maybe, maybe like uh, real estate or day trading, something like that. Well, Lucius, let me tell you something. Whatever you want to do, it sounds like you are fully capable of doing it. So don't let anybody tell you that you can, okay? Okay, yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Go out there, be awesome, and you call me back anytime. Thank you so much, Lucius, for calling from California. The guy's 13 years old. Gives me a better call than people who are, I don't know, fill in the blank. Lucius needs to come here and just do my job. What am I sitting here for? 855-212-4CBS. Ashano's calling from Charlotte. What's up, Ashano? Hey, what's up, JR? What's up, Chef? Uh, once again, as always, love you guys' show. Long-time listener. I try to call in as much as possible. Doing my ride share thing, taking a break at QT, about to get some coffee, so I figured it would be a good time to call. Now, I wasn't going to add this in until he called. Uh, Got to um, say, Lucius, um, JR's right, man. Got to give you props. Um, you're you're um, very articulate. You're doing well, and I'm four times your age. <laughs> but anyway, um, so keep on doing what you're doing, man. Um, anyway, got to talk about my New York Giants just really quickly. Uh, I'm excited, so I have to talk about them all the time because I haven't seen playoff football for a long time. I've been excited about it. We may lose to Philly. I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't say anything. Oh, um, I must just be feedback. I'm sorry. Just really quickly, we may lose to Philly, uh, but I think we're going to give them a competitive game. Don't be surprised if we win. And I, and I will say, don't be surprised if you see um, two divisional matchups in the NFC this weekend. You promised one. Next weekend, you might get one as well. Well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, and I want to say that last week I didn't get to call in, but I did hear your uh, top six list. And I appreciate Brian Gable because he would have been my number one, too. And I liked uh, pretty much everyone on your list, which I didn't say the other night when I called. Okay. Um, one more well, thing. The main thing I called oh about is Stephen A. Smith. Now, this ass clown um, really gets to my nerves. I don't even watch him anymore. And I'm really sick of him being um, the type of attention seeker that he is. 
Uh, he panders to everyone just to get attention. You know, he loves Jerry Jones. And who's the biggest attention seeker out of all the uh, NFL owners? Whoa, Shano. Oh, my goodness. Whoa. That's not nice. Whoa. Call a guy Stephen A. Myth, and then the A stands for other things? Whoa. Whoa. I need a shower after that. Whoa, dirty. So I get what you're saying about Stephen A. Smith not being influential, but polarizing and getting to people to react. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Polarizing, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are we – you can't knock the guy for making money. That's all he's doing is making money. He makes a lot of that money. That's all he's yeah. doing. Like, what does he care what anybody thinks? He don't care. And he'll tell you he doesn't care. He, yeah, has no problem. He? he has no problem doing that either. So Yeah, why should he? He shouldn't. Why should he care? Whoa. That was uh Hey Marco, how you like that? Damn. Interesting. Interesting. Good what? thing Shep was quick on the trigger there. What is well Marco, I I, I didn't hear what he said. The A stands for what? <laughs> you trying to get me canceled? What are we doing? No, I don't know. It's Stephen A. I didn't hear what he said. I don't know. I must have missed it. Yeah, I missed it too. I can I go back know. to the sat feed and play it for you guys if you want to hear it again. No, nah, no, nah, don't do okay. that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Let people uh let people be creative about what the A stands for. Anyway, it's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We're gonna get more of your calls in about the uh the NFL playoffs and, and less about what the A stands for and uh Stephen A. Smith. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, you make my drive so much more enjoyable coming home from work late at night every day. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're talking about the Bengals, we're talking about Buffalo. Joe Burrow says, Man, I ain't no underdog. I ain't thinking about that. And the Buffalo Bills are just saying, man, we need to cut down on the turnovers. We almost got beat by Miami. I'm taking Buffalo at home. I think they got a lot to play for. They're playing for DeMar. I think the Bengals' offensive line is uh, is suspect, unfortunately, due to too many injuries. And I'm going to go with Buffalo to advance to the AFC Championship game where ultimately I believe they will take on the Kansas City Chiefs here in Atlanta, Georgia. Phone lines are open, 855-212-4CBS. And, oh, man, I can't wait to get to this. Here's a headline. Shout-outs to John Breach from CBS Sports. The NFL is cracking down on kickers. And holders for violating a very obscure rule. Maybe that explains why uh, Brett Maher sucked on Monday night. I'll tell you what the rule is at the top of the hour. Let's talk to you. 855-212-4CBS. We got Buzz. Buzz is calling from Buffalo. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. 
Hey, Jr. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I, I want. I'm calling. Uh, just a couple of things on the Bills game here. Um, I just wanted to say, like when you're talking about the offensive line injuries for, for the for the Bengals, like that that's a major deal. But you also have to take into consideration that the Dolphins actually had the same offensive line injury woes last week, and the Bills could not get pressure with four. The loss of Von Miller has been uh, – I mean, you can look at the stats. Uh, he went out you know, on Thanksgiving Day about halfway through the season. Before he was injured, they were number four in pressure rate without blitzing, and they were a super low blitzing. They, they generally are. Since his injury, they've, they've increased their blitz rate, but they're, they, they're down to like number 26 in pressure rate. It's a huge. Von Miller is a huge loss, but it's you know a, what? Who I never heard of him. Yeah, I know, right? Well, I, it, it, that's the guy that brought a, a replica of the, of the Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi Trophy, into the locker room this week, and set it in the middle of the locker room and said, "Y'all talked about you do anything to get it. Now's the time." And he just left it there. Okay. So the Bills are not feeling the pressure because they know they know from the beginning of this year that they were the favorite. They knew all of it, you know. Yeah, they but knew that all comes of that. that that comes with pressure. You you actually have to live up to it. The Buffalo here's Bills. The deal fi- with, well, hold on. The, well, well, slow down, ahead, Buzz. Relax. Thank you. The Buffalo Bills have been at a point for the past few seasons where everybody is waiting for them. Yeah. to actually go to the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter what anybody says. There's, there's pressure there. And it doesn't have to be outside pressure from me or you or Bill's Mafia or the fan base. There's internal pressure. You feel it. You want to finally go. And as it relates to the offensive line, obviously they're not the same without Von Miller. Obviously they did not have the greatest of games against the Miami Dolphins. But that's not that that's not necessarily indicative of what can or cannot happen against Cincinnati. Every game is different. And Joe Burrow, the last game, he got sacked four times. So, I mean, what else is new? You know, so there's an opportunity there for the Bills to whoop their ass, whether Von Miller is sitting at home or whether he was on the field. So we'll see what happens. But I favor Buffalo. No, I agree with that. I have another couple points, though. I mean, well, give me, give, well, Buzz, give, give me one point. We have many people here. Okay, all right. Um, so the Bills, in, since Rich Stadium opened in 1973, that was at the oh, first yeah. game. They are, they are now 13-1 and at home in the playoffs. Okay. And it is going to be a zoo. And, sure. if, and, and good luck. I mean, the, 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 big, the big deal is can the Bills get pressure with four if they can? This game is a cinch, and at the the only team that can beat the Bills is the Bills. All oh, the, okay. in their last twenty nine games, they're twenty five and four, and okay, that includes Buzz. a playoff loss in Kansas oh. City. All right, my man. Okay, so Any, anybody four well, in their you, last Buzz. in their last in their last twenty nine games. Period. Thank you, Buzz. I got Peace you. Peace up, bro. Okay, bye bye. Did you get that, Shep? The only team that could beat the Bills is the Bills. Yeah, I, the okay. Bills are. Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got it too. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Hey, Johnny's calling from Baltimore. What's up, Johnny? Hey, how you doing? Jr. Oh, amazing. All right, I'll just be succinct. Thank you. Uh, 
The Bills are going to win by a touchdown. They'll probably get to uh, uh, the Bengals quarterback four or five times. And But what I really wanted to talk about, and I hope I don't, for your friend in Jacksonville, uh-huh. pontificate about the intrinsic flaws of the Baltimore offense with, with supralious verbiage. Oh, wow, Johnny. Go ahead. Give us some more. All right. Well, I, I graduated from Poly in Baltimore. Oh, you fancy technical school. Goodness. Okay. Uh, all right. Here's, here's the problem, in my opinion, sir. That offense is not made for the NFL. It's more or less a triple option. Went back to the Longhorns. They tried it in the NFL. Remember Hank Stram and the uh, offense of the future? Yeah, I didn't see it live, but I know what you're talking about. Well, what it was, it was two half-bats, and then you had three tight ends, and you kind of had a triple option. Then you had now recently the Wildcat, right? Yes. Well, All well, right. Please, t- please tie that into Lamar Jackson now. Well, okay, this is what I'm saying. You cannot use his abilities – He's going to get hurt because you're running that ball 62% of the time and using him as a primary offensive weapon, a runner. Yeah, they're they overusing him. I think most of us would agree with that. And the other thing is okay. that Uh-oh. they got a basic offense where they have not got receivers to help him out. And I'm not talking the guys they got, Sammy Watkins, these other guys. They're well, actually, you, you got other guys that they've drafted have been hurt as well or haven't right. been able to live up, a Bateman, et cetera. Right. But they had a history of getting hurt in college. Yeah. Well, we know this. Here's a couple of things, Johnny. You stay, Johnny. Yeah. You lied. Hello? Yeah, I said you lied. You said you were going to be succinct. You lied. Oh. oh, I did. I'm sorry. You did. No, you're a liar. It's okay. I still like you. Uh, okay. Because... That was for your friend in Jacksonville. Oh, so you were, you lied to me just to, to, to insult him. I get it. Nah. But hold on. We still have to be succinct here, Johnny. I'm going to try to wrap things up and tie it up in a bow for, for all of us who didn't go to Polly. We know the Ravens have overused and have also exploited the talents of Lamar Jackson by not adding additional talent. We know that. What does that mean going forward? They're pretty much stuck with him unless they, they, they admit that they need to go through a full rebuild. They have built so much around him, as you just said, they're either stuck or they're going to have to start over. And the person who holds all of the cards in the scenario, in the situation, is Lamar Jackson. And it doesn't matter what Harbaugh says or DeCosta. What really matters is what he decides to do if and when they don't find the number that will make him happy to show up for work. And all we can do is wait another month or two months for that to happen, Johnny. I appreciate you, man. All right. Keep cool, man. You as well. Use a, use a big word on the end, Johnny. Come on. Oh, well, uh, no, I don't. Oh, I can give one thing, though. You never heard of uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash 
Hell no, hell no. But you... No, no. You know who David Crosby originally started out? Ask your uh, producer there. It was the Birds. Oh, I know the no the the Birds. I know. I'm familiar with the Birds. That's where he originally from, and he, they weren't big as the Stones and all that. I put them up with the Eagles. Yeah, well, I know the I know the Eagles. Well, thank you, Johnny. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you very much. I appreciate Johnny for uh, for calling from Baltimore. He's giving us music lessons. The next time he calls up, I'm going to tell him about Lil' Keed. He don't know who Lil' Keed is. Paul is calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Paul? Hey, JR. Hey, y'all. Listen, yeah. I'm not going to do a soliloquy. Thanks. I'm just going to do something kind of simple. Two things. Number one, that kid, Lucius. I am literally five times older than him. I'm 65. And for him to be able to get his point across the way that he did was impressive. Good things for him, hopefully, in his future. Correct. But I wanted to talk about Stephen A. Smith. Okay. I wanted to talk about him only because of the fact that he has a platform. His platform is on ESPN. People forget that ESPN is the entertainment and sports programming network, which means that this is entertainment. How can anybody get upset about anything that Stephen A. Smith says when all it is is for our entertainment? Entertainment shouldn't be something that is divisive or something that's mean. It should just be entertainment. I laugh at the guy because a lot of the stuff he says is crazy, but a lot of the stuff he says makes sense. So. Entertainment, entertainment kind of uh, fractures into many things. To be entertained doesn't mean that it's it's, it's comedy. To to entertain can provoke. It, it's provoking emotion. It's provoking feeling. And so whether you hate the guy, you love him, you you make he makes you cry, he makes you laugh. It's to evoke feeling. And so it's it's certainly legitimate being entertainment if people don't like it. It's it's actually pretty normal. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to tell you about these kickers when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 